Welcome to the third episode of Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people who are in relationships with TV. It's our third episode. We actually made it to three. We're very proud of ourselves. Yeah. Didn't know we'd make it this far. <laughs> actually, I did. That's not even true. Yeah. Well, we had so many ideas. We knew we have to make at least ten. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make it to ten. That's when we know we'll... <laughs> we could stop if That'll we run out of things one. to say. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. For our top three this week, we wanted to list our top three couples of all time. Taylor, you want to start? Yeah. This one was, it was like too easy that it was really hard, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think ranking them was the hardest part. Yeah, it felt rude yeah. to some of my all-time faves. Mm-hmm. So the way that I was thinking about it is what couples am I jealous of? Like, <laughs> what are the couples that are that have the things that I want in a relationship? Yeah, they're like aspirational couples. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's the best yeah. qualification. So that was how I ranked them. Okay, cool. So number three, I did Mindy and Danny from The Mindy Project. Iconic. <laughs> they, I think that they... They don't necessarily bring out the best of each other all the time, but I think they bring out their truest selves. Yeah, that's a really good way to put that. I feel like they have to work so hard at it, mm-hmm. which is really realistic. Mm-hmm. Like, they're in, they're madly in love with each other, but they still have to go through the day-to-day. Like, they disagree on a lot of core things, Yeah, which obviously brings a lot of strife. Well, they are so different from each other. Yeah. But they also know each other. They had such a good friendship as a foundation. Exactly. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah. And with them, that's part of the show, is watching them. I mean, that that was basically the whole show for me anyway. That was the most important part for me. Totally. Well, it's I mean, it's a rom-com show. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, it's so good. Okay, what was yours, Jordan? My number three is Andy and April from Parks and Rec. That's on my bonus list. Yeah. (laughs) There's just something... I love how different they are from each other, and I feel like, especially at the end of... Well, all of season two, I feel like they have a really good subtle will they, won't they. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not even the focus of the whole show, but it's enough that at the end when I when they ended on a bad note for them, I was really emotionally invested in that. Mm-hmm. And I was really, really happy when they did get together in season three and they it, they kind of grow up together in their relationship. Like, they both have to become mature adults. Mm-hmm. And I just... And watching them figure that out is so great. Yeah, it's so funny. Like, even up until the last season when, I don't know, they, they both are kind of discovering their dreams and goals and helping each other find those Mm -hmm. and they're just and they're both really funny actors like they're some of the funniest the whole cast is really funny but um chris pratt is so good with his improv and stuff i need i need more of him in that kind of role i agree i'm done with superhero pratt he like he looks great but at what cost (laughs) i mean his marriage yeah (laughs) anna always said that she liked fat pratt yeah so did i Another thing I love about them is their surprise wedding. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like that really resonates with me. If I could do that, that would be perfect. The older I get, the less of a wedding I want. Mm -hmm. Like, I want, not that I don't want a wedding, but I would like just low-key, nice Mm -hmm. low-key kind of celebration. Yeah. Okay. So, my number two is 
Meredith Grey and Dr. Shepard. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Also, I like how you call him Dr. Shepard and not McDreamy. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to show that I care more about his looks, <laughs> but he is McDreamy to he, me. Yeah. I didn't even know you watched Grey's. Yeah. Well, I was trying to think of the shows that have been, like, really important to me, so I'm not talking about the same shows over and over. Yes. I ran into that big time with yeah. this. Well, I'll want to go into that, especially with the bonus. Okay. Great. Um, but I, f- I was thinking about it, and I think Grey's Anatomy is, like, the first show I really actually binge-watched. Oh, really? Yeah. It was a summer after my freshman year of college. Well... In freshman year, I was over at a friend's dorm, and we were watching an episode, and it was... You haven't watched it, I actually have. Oh, have you? I watched... I don't know the number of the seasons, but it was right when Scott Foley died. Okay. That was when I I stopped watching around then, largely because of that. So you know the shooting yeah, in the, the hospital it's episode. It's terrifying. Yeah. That's so, one of the scariest episodes of TV I think I've ever seen. That was the first episode of Grey's Anatomy I ever watched. You can't see this because it's a podcast, but my mouth just fell open <laughs> in shock. That's crazy. I know. What a way to enter into the show. Oh, so I was like, I have to watch the rest of this. Yeah. Wait, so you hadn't seen like the Izzy Denny stuff no. with the heart transplant? Oh no. my gosh. I think that might have been the first one I saw because Lifetime started showing the reruns mm-hmm. during the day and when I came home from summer classes it would be on and I was mm. like, oh, this show is actually amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I got home from my freshman year of college and I just literally slept in my parents' basement and watched all seven seasons of Grey's Anatomy. Wow. I, like, slept on a love sack. <laughs> but I got it all done. That's so, very impressive. That's why they're my number two. Yeah. I love their love story. And then, I mean, not coincidentally, I stopped watching pretty soon after they killed him off. Yeah. Which I think we can say safely on here. Because, yeah. I mean, the show, what season number are they even in? I don't know. I think it's, like, 15 or something. Mm. It's kind of a bummer because I they should have just gone out in its heyday. Mm-hmm. I actually don't think I if if I have any friends who are still watching it currently, they have not told me that. Oh, my friend watches it, and she, I just make her tell me what oh, happens yeah. <laughs> all the time, so I don't have to watch it. That's fun. I have some shows like that too. Yeah. Okay, what's your number two? My number two is Luke and Lorelai from Gilmore Girls. That was also on my yeah list. Well, it's funny, too, because we talked about maybe doing, like, top three will-they-or-won't-they couples, and they would probably be up on that list for me, too. And yeah. so I wondered if, are do I like them as a couple enough, because compared to the build-up to them becoming a couple, but, oh my gosh, there are just some episodes before, like, right leading up to when they get together, like, they kiss for the first time, it's... Some of the most fun TV, but it's stressful. Mm-hmm. And like I was the what's the episode when episode when his sister it's his sister's wedding. Uh huh. I was like screaming into a pillow. I was just so oh, it's just such a good slow burn because every once in a sometimes in shows when it's just so obvious which characters are going to have to get together, I just want them to kind of get it over with. But that show, the slow burn was so effective. I just, I was obsessed with that plot line of them showing, because they had to build up that they had been friends for so long. And obviously they butt heads a lot, but they really do care about each other. 
And they're always there for each other through other relationship drama without having ulterior motives. Like, it's a pure friendship. But then when Luke finally is vulnerable with himself and admitting that he what he really wants is to be with Lorelai and it's just it's just so good. And I love I love when a first kiss happens right after like an argument mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just it's just epic. I just love them. And I still like them once they get together too. Like it wasn't just exciting because it took so long to get there. Yeah, it wasn't like a Nick and Jess on New Girl. Yeah. Oh, that one is really good. Yeah. But yeah, um I don't like how the show splits them up towards the end. I've I really hate that, but I love I love them working together. It just it felt like kind of like a false breakup, like just for the drama of the yeah. show because if I'm seeing them as real people, that never would have happened. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz yeah. I just I just love them. They're yeah. great. I love them too. Okay, should I get my number 1? Yeah. I'm excited to see if it's the same as mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Okay. Well, it was going to be, but I knew what you were going to choose. I just, I can't not choose them. Yeah. Should so I go I went, first then? Yeah, since you yours can is a go surprise. First. Mine is not a surprise. It's Coach and Tammy Taylor. Mm-hmm. I just, choosing anyone but them just felt wrong. Like, I should be struck down. Just because they're the exact image of what I think a marriage should be like, where they're honest with each other, but they're still, like, madly in love with each other, but... They, they're just so good. Like, they argue. They have their problems, Mm -hmm. but they just, there's so much trust there. And I read this interview where Connie Britton and Kyle Chandler, when they were both cast, they were just meeting each other for the first time. And they discussed how this was never going to be a marriage that had infidelity issues, like those kind of plot lines on Friday Night Lights. There was just always going to be that you could... They trusted each other, and they would have more genuine, real storylines. I just love that. And it really, I think, changes. It's just a different marriage than I see on any other show. Yeah, because they focused on, like, the real stuff Mm -hmm. that's more relatable than other dramatized Yeah, like, it's just not a soap opera couple. No. It feels real. It's hard for me to believe that it's not. (laughs) Well, I mean... I assume they're married to each other, yeah. even though I know for a fact they're not. <laughs> yeah, same. Okay, well, my number one is really random. <laughs> but I chose Randall and Beth from This Is Us. And oh. you haven't even watched This Is Us. No. So tell me all about it. <laughs> they're just, it's kind of, I think I chose them because they're, very similar to Coach and Tammy. Okay. Wait, is that Sterling K. Brown? Yes. Okay. Well, I love him. Yeah. And his wife, Beth, is played by Susan Kalichi? Kalechi? Watson? She's a beautiful. Um, I think this is her, like, biggest break. Okay. Um, she played Sue's friend on Veep. <laughs> <laughs> like, in the election night episode? I think so. Okay, cool. And she's also in the Family Feud music video with Jay-Z oh, with all those women. That's an like honor. Mindy. Yeah. Anyway, so Randall is, like, super supportive of Beth in, like, her career. And same with Beth for Randall. They're, they balance each other really well and support each other. Okay. And another one of my favorite things that they do is... If they're both, like, really angry, they will give each other, like, 
10 seconds. I can't remember the amount of time, but I think it's like 10 seconds. And it's just like, say every single thing that's on your mind right now. And they just say it and get it out of their systems and then move on. I like that a lot. And I think it's really cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they're my number one. Wow. Yeah. That's a good solid power couple list. Yeah, I think so too. Cool. Who were some of your bonus ones didn't make the cut? Um. Oh, I had to give Betty and Jughead <laughs> some of my love on my list. Yeah. I couldn't put them as my top because they're in high school, so their type of relationship is already below me. Well, not really <laughs> because they're together and I'm not with anyone. It's below you. You were right. <laughs> but it is high school love. I also have... Oh, I had Leslie and Ben from mm. Parks and Rec. I have them too. Yeah. Andy and April made the cut just because they're, I think, more of a unique couple. Yeah. So I like, mm-hmm. wanted to shout them out even more. But yeah. Ben and Leslie are so great. Exactly. Um, the last one I had was Cece and Schmidt from New Girl. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I really like that she's obviously so much better than him, <laughs> but she still loves him and... She can be, like, her totally nerdy self with him, Mm -hmm. and I just love them together. I really need to finish New Girl. Yeah, you do. Okay. (laughs) End of of discussion. (laughs) I'm like, I know, I agree with you. (laughs) My bonus ones, I mean, I do love Bob and Linda Belcher from Bob's Burgers. Oh, yeah. But... I can't have Bob's Burgers on every single top three. That was the one that I was thinking of that I was we like, okay. We can just have them on every bonus Yeah, exactly. List. I'll just cheat. But they're just so funny. I love that Linda gets in on, like, sometimes she's the weirdest one in the family. Mm-hmm. Like, they all kind of trade off. But there's not, like, one kind of boring parent that's the rule kind of, mm-hmm. like, disciplinarian. They, they get involved with the kids' craziness and they just deal with... It's just, it's funny because it's a cartoon, but they deal with, like, money issues, and they're, like, still oddly grounded in reality, even though they also get in Mm -hmm. and all the craziness. I also have Leslie and Ben, as we said. I also have, um, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, um, Captain Holt and his husband Kevin. Okay. Because they're just, they're really funny, and it's kind of a different sense of humor than... They're just so dry, which I like. And I like that they, they've they been through a lot because Captain Holt is, he was a black police officer, a gay police mm-hmm. officer in the 70s. And so they'll sometimes reference just like Kevin will be really protective of him sometimes because of things he's been through in his past. But it's all in a lighthearted comedy, which I like a lot. And also, I had Sue and Kent from Veep. Aww. Because <laughs> I Cause love them. So mysterious. And <laughs> I guess that's something I really want in a relationship is mystery and no one to know. I don't <laughs> want anyone to know one thing that's going on. I want to, I'll tell them after I get married at yeah, my exactly. surprise wedding. <laughs> and it's just so funny because it's just like you have to pick up on the little clues. But then I am sad that it just kind of was just over because now I guess Sue's married. But I like to think that the show will end with them like telling everyone they eloped or they've been married for like two years or something like that. Yeah, I feel like that's inevitable. I really hope so because it was one of my favorite just like weird things. It almost felt like a little Easter egg for people if you were paying attention. Uh So I had to put them on there because I just love that. Yeah, I love them too. Okay, TV news. Okay. Yeah, 
Um, let's see. What should I start us off with? Well, the creative Emmys were this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I know that you you can go first. Well, there were a, there were um, a lot that I didn't realize would not be announced in the main Emmys next mm-hmm. week. But I think the mo- the one that I was the most excited about was that John Legend was the first black male EGOT yeah. winner. And youngest. It's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. Like the picture of him with the two others. Oh my gosh. Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice. Mm-hmm. Like the three legends. Yeah. It's crazy. How old even is John Legend? I know Chrissy's like 33. Yeah. Maybe 32. I have no idea. He's definitely got to be like 36 ish sure i'll believe it yeah i'm probably right (laughs) you're always right um i'm so good with numbers (laughs) i also saw that queer eye won Mm. and i was excited about that i'm so happy for them and another one was wild wild country i was happy for the boss brothers i love them they were so stoked i saw that picture there it was cute it was so so blurry and yeah (laughs) so in the moment they also did evil genius didn't they i think so. I almost liked that one more than Wild Wild Country. I still haven't personally. watched that one. I think it was just there's more of a resolution and I actually thought it was crazier. Yeah. The, the drama queen in me wanted things to get even more nuts yeah. in Wild Wild Country. But long story short, I'm just really happy for them. Yeah. I hope they make even more documentaries, actually. Yeah, I do too. It's really good. Um, another thing... Oh, Insecure has already been renewed for a fourth season. Yeah, That happened this week. Yay. Our best friend, Issa. Yeah. Oh, my favorite thing of the week was that the Black Mirror episode, USS Calvster. So it won three Emmys on Saturday. And the executive producer said never say never to making a series off of it. Oh my gosh. That would be so good. Yeah. It would be amazing. And also just think of Jesse Plemons. Our fave. Yeah personal hero one thing that confused me about that because i was looking i was just looking at the list of nominees again and i didn't realize it was nominated as tv movie yeah that's so weird episodes that it's so ambiguous i I feel like it's because it's a different one every time yeah i guess and they are like an hour and a half long yeah it's true like i it's it makes sense but it's just so funny i feel like it's just stack the deck and get your thing nominated for whichever one it's most likely to win sometimes yeah it's like a strategy yeah but it does make sense that it's like even though it's technically a season yeah then there's nothing connecting each one yeah so well it's actually surprising that it's usually only one of those that gets nominated yeah so i I think they picked that they're not like dominating that category yeah that's true because they could well, it's like it's like Saturday Night Live nominates yeah. like four different episodes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I have attitude about that. Um, one thing that I wanted to also bring up is that the next season, it's actually going to be the that's the newest and the final season of Crazy Ex Girlfriend, and it starts on October twelfth. One of the main characters, Greg, who used to be played by Santino Fontana, who's from Frozen and. Oh, he was in Cinderella on Broadway. He's like a mostly a Broadway guy. And he's really good in the show, but his character is now going to be played by Skylar Astin from Pitch Perfect, who I actually love. Like, he, I have such a weird crush on him that I forget about. Mm-hmm. But then when I, like, see 
him and something it like makes me blush like I have like a real like weird crush on him but it's interesting because it's like an intentional choice to have someone else play this same character yeah and Linda Holmes from NPR she she tweeted about it and I really liked what she said about it she said what they're essentially saying is that your perceptions of people can change so much that it's a story point for them to be played by somebody else which I just found really interesting. Yeah, that is really interesting. Like, because, you know, you always have those people that you're like, what if I, wait, like, came upon them now mm-hmm. and they became part of my life again? Mm-hmm. Like, they kind of just, you're a different person now and they're going to be a different person now, too. So it's just kind of an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. But I'm, even though I love Santino, I'm excited because Skylar Aston's so good and obviously he's a great singer. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting. But I'm actually behind on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend right now, so I need to get caught up before the new season. Oh, I did you hear about that new Lifetime show called You? No. It's called You. Get this. It's starring Penn Badgley oh, from Gossip okay, Girl I've seen, I've seen and Shane Mitchell. Of, I've seen a lot of stuff about Penn Badgley, but I've never read any of it. I just like the picture because I love what he looks like. Well, <laughs> let me read you the description okay, of the I'm show. I'm scared. And it's a series, it's not a movie, because it sounded so crazy that I was expecting it to be a Lifetime movie, but it's a show. So it says, what would you do for love for a brilliant male bookstore manager who crosses paths with an aspiring female writer, Shay Mitchell? This question is put to the test. A charming yet awkward crush becomes something more, even more sinister when the writer becomes the manager's obsession. Using social media and the internet, he uses every tool at his disposal to become close to her, even going so far as to remove any obstacle, including people, that stands in his way of getting to her. Okay. So it's like Gossip Girl plus Pretty Little Liars. Uh-huh. <laughs> plus a little You've Got Mail. <laughs> Yeah, it's You've Got Mail, but the A is red, like uh-huh. in Pretty Little Liars. Because now he, Lonely Boy gets to be both Gossip Girl and A. Uh-huh. And also, Shay's character's name is Peach Salinger. Huh? What? <laughs> like, Salinger, like, is that supposed to be, like, she's the next Salinger, like, Catcher in the Rye? But her first name is Peach, like, the Peach. fruit. Or, like, Mario. <laughs> yeah, Princess Peach <laughs> yeah. Salinger. So... Yeah, I'm actually really intrigued by that. Interesting. It sounds it sounds fake. It sounds yeah. like a fake show like made up for a 30 rock episode or something, mm-hmm. but or like um those fake trailers from the holiday, you know. Mm-hmm. So, it sounds hilarious and we'll have to watch I'm it. I'm going to have to at least watch five episodes <laughs> to get my good feel for it, but it really cracked me up. And those two are just really hot people. Yeah, but I can't Imagine their chemistry together. I mm. Shay Mitchell didn't have a lot of chemistry with really anybody on no. PLL, in my opinion. She's just like super pretty, but I mean, <laughs> and <laughs> so we'll see. Dot dot dot. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited to see that, but I do really like Unreal on Lifetime. That one's like oh, yeah. surprisingly like good, and it's good crazy. Like, mm-hmm. but that has I think better actors, so. We'll see. But I'll give it a try because it sounds crazy and also has the worst title ever. It's just you. You. Have you watched you this weekend? (laughs) Hashtag you. (laughs) So. I I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think I had one more. Let's see. Oh, good. Oh, it was just that uh, Bobby from Queer Eye 
was talking about season three, and he was saying that it's going to be probably, like, 50-50 male to female. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I think that'll be interesting. Need someone to nominate me. I'll do it. Okay. But you don't need it. <laughs> but I want to do know it so it. that I can meet them. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they're also filming it in his hometown. Where's he from? Kansas City. Oh, well, I remember it was a small town. Yeah. Missouri? Kansas City, Well, there's Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas City, I think it's Kansas. Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, okay. But that just makes me excited because they could potentially come to Utah for Tan Francis' <gasps> oh hometown gosh. if that's what they're doing. We have a lot of people that need a lot of help. Yeah. Give us a call. Seriously. Yeah. We'll make a list for you. <laughs> we'll make a list of men we don't talk to, but we know could use... <laughs> we don't talk to them, but we judge them. <laughs> Well, but we would start talking. <laughs> Just kidding. Exactly. That sounds terrible. Well, it's not a lot of it. <laughs> we're very approachable, nice ladies. We don't that don't only care about what you look like. Well, you can say a lot about your personality through what you wear. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Was that it for you? Yeah, that's all I had. Okay. So, oh, sorry. Oh, you can introduce the next section. Well, this week we wanted to talk about shows that we think should have been nominated for Emmys this year that weren't. Because there's a lot of snubs and there was a lot of good TV that should be getting more attention this awards season. Yeah, I really only had one. <laughs> and But it's a big one. <laughs> but it's a big one that I feel very passionate about. Mm-hmm. It's also... Okay, I try to get almost every single person I know to watch this show, and I don't think anyone has taken me up on it. So hopefully this podcast will kick people into gear to watching it, because they're also hearing that you watched it. Yeah, it's true. You're the only person who watched it, and I think it was because me and Amy had both watched it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Two people I trust most in the world. Yeah, we're honored. Um... (laughs) Anyway, the show is Search Party, and it's on TBS. Mm-hmm. Do you want to give a background of what it's what it's about so that people will watch it? Yeah. <laughs> so it's starring Alias Shawcat from Arrested Development, and the story is basically that she sees she lives in New York, and she sees a, fl- a missing persons flyer for a girl that she kind of knew in college. It's like an acquaintance of hers, but then she just kind of becomes obsessed with trying to find this girl and she keeps seeing clues everywhere she turns and she kind of gets her friends and her boyfriend in on the whole investigation. That's perfect. But it's so good and the second season was dropped in November. Yeah, I think that's right. And so it could have been considered for... The Emmys this year. Well, it honestly should have because I already think that it should have been nominated for Best Comedy Series. Totally. Just because it's hilarious. Every, almost every single line is so funny. No. But it's, it's also. So, yeah. I meant, yeah. I didn't mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> I understood. Um, it's so funny and you have to be funny because it gets pretty dark. Yeah. It's crazy it's like the highs get higher and the lows get lower Mm -hmm, and i think that alias should have been nominated for best actress in a comedy because she is like 
having an actual breakdown and mm-hmm. it almost felt like I was watching a person who really had gone through the events of the mm-hmm. show in real time. Like yeah. I feel like that if I if that had happened to me, I would probably cuz some crazy stuff happens at the end of season 1 and I feel like if I'd gone through that, that's like the exact emotional mental path I would be taking. Totally. And I feel like she she's so good cuz she's obviously funny in arrested development, but I don't feel like it really stretches her. I mean, it's just, it's like, that's just a more com, like, straightforward comedy. Yeah. And this is really, it's genuinely funny, but she is also, like, act, doing some serious acting. And she's probably the least funny um, character in the show. Oh, for sure. Because that brings me to the next person. Yeah. John Early. Oh, he's the should... funniest living. I wrote down he has the funniest, he's the funniest living man. Yeah. 100%. And he should be nominated for. Supporting actor 1, in, a, in a comedy. Mm-hmm. I've never ever seen. I was going to say met, but I've never met him. But <laughs> feels I like feel it. like I have. But I've never met someone as funny as him. No, he's he can just stand there, and it makes me like smile, and then start laughing. Mm-hmm. The outfits his character wears. He. What else would people know him from? He had a really brief cameo in Disaster Artist. Mm-hmm. He year? has a lot of random cameos. Mm-hmm. Like, you would probably recognize him. If you Google him right now, you would probably recognize him from something. He's yeah. very up and coming. I feel like it's always kind of weird when someone says, like, watch for this person. He's going to blow up. But, like, but he's going to be in everything. It's pretty he's clear. So he already funny. has started being in everything. Yeah. He's um, amazing. But there's this part in season two where he's having a mental breakdown. And he has, like, this rash all over his entire body. And he's just running down the street in in his underwear. Yeah. And he's like, ice, ice, give me ice. And it deserves to be recognized. That is what they should have submitted. Yeah. They should. Oh, my gosh. Hopefully they did. But, yeah, it just makes me sad because it's so good. It's really good. And... I think not to compare it to Atlanta because mm-hmm. they're both really different shows, but I feel like it reminds me of Atlanta and then it's hard to really describe it because yeah. it kind of just breaks down all sorts of genre rules. It's it's just it's really creative, it's really weird and interesting and it's oh, it, another important person in the cast is Meredith Hagner, who mm-hmm. I have been a super fan of hers ever since she was in the Lifetime Christmas movie, Gift Wrapped Christmas, and she's really legitimately good in that. And then she's also has a brief role in Anger Goes West, and I she is someone, I don't know if I necessarily would go as far to say as she should have gotten the Supporting Actress nominee, because that. John, I think, is by far the standout, but I love her, too, and she's just so great. She was in something... Oh, Set It Up. Oh, that's right! She's in Set It Up, mm-hmm. and she's going to be in that new... Ike Barinholtz's new movie, The Oath, that looks crazy. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I think she's another one of those that's kind of, like, biding her time. She's she's gonna be more of a household name soon, I hope. Yeah, I Fun think fact so. about her is that she's dating Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's son. Oh, yeah, you already told me about that, but I forgot. It, and it now brings me great joy. <laughs> bringing me happy all over again. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, search party. Also, I mean, even could have won for writing. I feel like that mall, the mall episode, mm-hmm. like that. I feel like another way that it kind of reminds me of Atlanta is because that episode was just like, like shook me to my core, like yeah, Teddy Perkins true. did. Like, 
there were some things that happened and some of the things are such an amazing surprise that I don't want to give anything away. But I just, I, my, my, I was laughing, but I was also like, my eyes were like popping out of my head. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was had just... so much anxiety, but I was <sighs> laughing my head off. It's so, it's just so good. Could not recommend that show no. more. My number one recommendation for people. Mm-hmm. It was one of my top three shows of the last year that I watched, like new shows. Yeah. So it's amazing. Yeah. So please watch it. Please. We know it's hard to find because the TBS app is almost as bad as the FX app. Yeah. I think they're probably tied for worse. They're both horrible. Yeah. I but... think you can still watch it. I guess you just have to have a TV login through oh, your provider. Yeah. So if you only have Hulu like you, it's probably harder. Yeah. So I don't I just... have cable use my parents login yeah or i mean i bought the seasons on amazon so if you want need a place to watch them hit me up because i (laughs) i I might go watch it again tonight (laughs) it's so good there are some clips that i like watch religiously all the time my gosh the first episode of season two that when they're at the border like even just thinking about it makes Mm -hmm. me laugh like i'm i have i'm right now i'm actively stopping myself from cracking (laughs) up it's so funny Okay, well, hope we convinced you guys, because it's a really important television show. Yeah. So uh, what other snubs did you have? Well, one of my other top shows of the last year was American Vandal, and it technically is nominated for an Emmy. It's nominated for writing in a limited series, but I feel like it should have been nominated for Best limited series at least a nominee because I feel like it was one of the most unique shows I watched it's such a spot-on parody of a true crime documentary but not in a way that mocks a true crime it's like a love letter to true crime documentaries yeah my the best way I can describe it is if the onion made like a documentary about a crime Mm -hmm. about a murder but the crime was actually just um, someone drew a bunch of penises on the cars in the high school parking lot. <laughs> but it's just the ultimate prank. Yeah. It's so funny because I heard the premise, which is that, the spray-painted penises, and I was like, oh, huh. It's kind of like a one-off joke. Like, I can't believe they made that into a show. But it really expands so much into a show that's so much more than that. It's genuinely a compelling mystery. Like, I binged it. Like, I couldn't stop watching because the cliffhangers that it would drop off at at the end of each episode were just... I had to keep watching. The acting is crazy. Like, it really feels like they just went to a high school and started filming kids. Because, Mm -hmm. like, the backstory they set up for all the kids... It's, like, kids that I feel like I knew in high school. It's just... You can't even believe it. Because I've seen pictures of some of the kids in real life. And I'm like, oh, that kid doesn't actually have that greasy hair, (laughs) that Alex Trimboli character. Made me laugh really hard several, several times. But it's just, it's so amazing how they use social media within it as, like, evidence. Like, when they're trying to piece together all, like, all these different students' Snapchat stories from this one party to try and figure out the times of when different events happen. It was just amazing. That's how it is now in high yeah. school. Yeah. Like, just this weekend, apparently at my little brother's high school, they were having a fight night, and they would they were posting on... What even is that? Like, fight club? Yes. Ew. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> and um, 
And so they would post on Instagram where they were doing it. And they every single place that they chose, the cops were there before everyone else. Oh my god! <laughs> and they were so confused as to how the cops were finding out, but they were posting it on Instagram. Oh my gosh. So they went to like four or five different places. <laughs> that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. So it's, that's, it's so real. Yeah. That's, that's just, like American Vandal season three. Yeah. <laughs> Fight night. For real. That's crazy. It's just truly amazing. And I feel like it's also surprising because the mystery really develops into something with way, it goes way deeper themes than you think. And just kind of like high school, um, like the politics of high school and even, it's just, I don't want to give anything away, but it's just really good. And I think I watched it like three times total because I kept wanting to show it to people. And then I just be like, oh, well, let's just watch the whole thing. Let's just sit yeah. down and watch the whole thing. So I love that. And I think it should have been nominated for not necessarily like one standout actor, but I think it should have been nominated for best limited series. Yeah, I agree. And I saw some people saying that same thing on the internet. So you're not alone. Hmm, that's nice. Should find them. Yeah, you should. Friends. <laughs> they seem like they understand me. I didn't have another show I could think of that I wanted to be nominated, but I did have a couple of actors. Okay, cool. Mandy Moore for This Is Us. I've I read a lot about how she really stepped her game up this season. Yeah, I don't feel like it's any surprise that her husband is dead. Mm-hmm. No, I even know that. <laughs> <laughs> and they show her reacting to his death in the hospital at one point, and she is really good. She did really good. And it just makes me a little sad that she didn't get recognized for that. Yeah. But hopefully this next season is her season. Allison Brie for Glow. Yeah, that one is really surprising. Oh, one question I had about the Glow nominations, because I was reading something that I thought that these past nominate or the current nominations are for season two, Mm -hmm. but are they actually for season one? There was just an article that said that... um, the pilot episode is nominated for direction. And so I was really confused by that. But maybe I was looking at an outdated article because I was really surprised. But two did just come out, but I think it made the cut. Yeah, I thought it did too. I was just looking up. Okay, I guess it was for season one because the eligibility is June 1st, 2017 to May 31st, 2018. Hmm. And Glow season two dropped... I feel like I just watched it. Yeah. So was it in July? I think so. Well, and that's confusing because I know they all attended the Emmys last year. And part of me thought that it was still nominated. So I'm kind of confused. So I might, But you know what? The Golden Globes, I always get those mixed up because the Golden Globes happen right around the Oscars. Yeah. And so it's actually weirder that the Emmys are in right now. Yeah. Like, it makes no sense. It dropped June 29th, so... okay. Well, to me, that makes it even worse that Alison Brie is not nominated, because I kind of thought that maybe she wasn't nominated because it wasn't focused on her as much in the second season, Mm -hmm. but she is the lead of the first season, and she does a really good job. Mm Mm-hmm. She plays a really, like, she's heartbreaking, but still irritating. Mm -hmm. And she's just so funny when she's being Zoya. Like, she's, I don't know. That's really weird to me. We didn't claim to be experts. We just love TV. Just (laughs) throwing that in there. Well, I think our nomination lists would be way better than the actual ones, personally. But I agree. They didn't call us in time. Did you have anything else about the Emmys? Yes, I had one more... Also an acting one. 
They already announced the winners of the guest acting categories, Mm -hmm. but... And not that I thought that this person would have won necessarily, but it would have been nice to see RuPaul be nominated for his appearance on Broad City. Mm. Because he was really hilarious and kind of a scene stealer and was really elevated every episode he was in. And that's kind of, to me, the definition of a really great guest actor. Yeah. And I loved it. And I'm not even like, I I do love RuPaul. I haven't watched a lot of Drag Race, but I'm not like an obsessed RuPaul fan. Mm-hmm. But especially after watching that, I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I actually am now an obsessed RuPaul fan. That makes sense. But yeah. My last one was Lakeith for Atlanta. Mm. Especially yeah. for the Teddy, Teddy Perkins episode. Yeah, that seems like a personal dig. Yeah, I don't really understand that either, but mm. this is a side note, but... Do you follow him on Twitter? Yeah, did you see him yesterday? <laughs> he, like, changed his profile picture and his name <laughs> to, like, three different people in one night. So he was Drake at one point. I only saw Donald he was Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> and I was like, wait, I do not follow Donald Trump. <laughs> he was Drake at one point, and then I swear he was someone else. And then I saw that he was Donald Trump, and I believed it for a second. I was yeah. like... Oh no, what's he up to again? Like, he was tweeting, like, what it do. Uh-huh. With, like, a smiley face yeah. emoji. And I was like, oh no, like, what is the president saying? Mm. And then I realized that it was Lakeith. Yeah. And it was actually a pretty good prank. It was way funny. Well, because he has that verified check mark. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was so funny. If I were verified, I would do that all the time. Yeah, it's true. Okay. Um, that was so funny. And now today it's done. Oh, it's is like, he back to Lakeith? Yeah. Well, and I think he took down any profile picture. It was just like a gray little shadow oh, figure. Okay. Sad. But it was He's really great. funny when it lasted. He See how good sense. he is at acting? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> really good at characters. Yeah. <laughs> that was all I had. Okay, me too. I guess it's time for our TV boyfriends. <laughs> and I'm very excited to hear Jordan's because she's... It's Seems a weird one. Thinking that it's really weird, and I'm not second guessing it because I can't like deny how I felt. But it's a weird one that it surprised even is. myself. Okay, so drum roll. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> that was like deafening. <laughs> so I was catching up on The Good Place yesterday. Okay, because I uh, Ted Danson is nominated for an Emmy, mm-hmm. and Ted Danson is my crush <laughs> of the week. <laughs> I had a feeling that was who it was going to be oh, when really? you told me. It's just a weird if... one. Yeah. I don't know if anyone... I know that he's like kind of like a classic hottie, like yeah. back on Cheers and stuff, but he's still got it. Like, yeah, he, he looks really good. Mm-hmm. And he's, yeah, he's aging extremely gracefully. He is really funny and goofy on that show. Like, I wanted to catch up because, A, well, I was behind and I hadn't watched season two yet. But also, I was, like, really intrigued that he was nominated for... He was actually nominated for lead actor in a comedy, which mm. kind of surprised me. But, yeah, I get it. He, like, goes... He displays a lot of different emotions in this season. Because mm-hmm. in the first season, he's not... He's just kind of, like, the little host of The Good Place. But he has a lot of complex stuff going on in the second season. And I was really into it. And I just couldn't deny that I had a mm-hmm. crush on him. But then I looked, the thing was that I was like, yeah, that's a good pick. And then I looked up how old he actually is. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's 70. Wow. Can you believe that? He looks really good. Yeah. I would have guessed like 63. Yeah. I would have even, I I think it was kind of optimistic to think late 50s. Mm -hmm. 
but he looks real. He does not look 70. No. That was shocking to me. Wow. And he's married to Mary Steenbergen from Elf and Step Brothers. Oh. And I follow her on Instagram, and they just, like, have fun all the time. That's cute. They're really cool. Well, and she's, like, I think she's 65. She looks great, too. Is he a grandpa? Is he a gilf? <laughs> Probably. Uh, <laughs> so, I love yeah, it. That's my crush of the week. I feel weird saying boyfriend of the week for, like, an old man. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, we can do what we want. Yeah. Okay, well, mine, I kind of cheated because... I didn't watch a lot of TV. The only TV I watched this week was I watched the newest Insecure episode on my lunch break because (laughs) someone already kind of spoiled it for me, so I wanted to just hurry and watch it. Yeah. And I couldn't... It wasn't me. I made it sound like that was me. It wasn't (laughs) Jordan. It was spoiled for me, too. It was Issa. (laughs) Um, I can get mad at her later. Yeah. (laughs) Comment on her Instagram. Um, I kind of, I'm choosing someone who I want to win an Emmy, and I have a feeling that they might not win, but I'm going to send them some extra love by choosing them as my boyfriend of the week. So it's Jesse Plemons. Oh, <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> so he's... He's good enough he's, for Kirsten, he's good enough for you, Exactly. You know? He plays, he's on USS Callister, that's what he's nominated for. But he's Landry in Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. And, and he's taught on Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. And he is always in random shows all the time. He's so he was in Game random. Night. He was the cop, and it was so great. He's so funny. And he's in Fargo, uh-huh. where he met Kirsten That's Dunst. where he met Kirsten. Also, they don't have, like, any red carpet pictures together. <gasps> oh so gosh. I'm also really hoping that she comes with him. I know they won't amazing. bring their baby, but that I'm would also be nice. Baby. <laughs> I told my dad that they're married and he was shocked shocked (laughs) he's like that guy landry (laughs) yeah but he's cute yeah he it's like he starts out uh, especially on friday night lights yeah like i i actually saw this thing where someone said that people used to say that jesse plemons was like a poor man's matt damon but they were like (laughs) actually they should say that matt damon is a poor poor man's man's jesse plemons jesse plemons could out act matt damon any day any day Every single character he plays is so vastly different. So much. He brings so many weird quirks to every single Mm -hmm. thing he's in. He's so fascinating. Because, like, even, well, I guess I was a late adapter to Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. And so I heard all about, especially because I had already watched Friday Night Lights. Everyone was like, oh, you're going to be so shocked by Landry. Mm -hmm. But it was less shocking since I already knew, like, was expecting to be shocked. Mm -hmm. Even though he's not in like, a big percentage of Breaking Bad, like, he stands out. He's very memorable. And I think it's more, it's more than just his plot. Like, he just is such an interesting actor. Yeah. It's a good choice. Thank you. Wishing him all the luck. Yeah. Can't wait to see him and hopefully um, Kirsten on the red carpet. That'd be so good. I feel like she'll be there. She's got a support. Yeah. Has he been nominated before for an Emmy? I can't remember. That's awesome. Anyway. Even more to look forward to. Yeah. Well, we'll see how the Emmys go this week. Yeah. Next week, we'll do a big Emmys recap. Yeah. Hopefully, it's not too much hate, but we'll see. You never know what the I wish you could shows. see the epic eye roll I just did about <laughs> Colin Jost. It was pretty Him and good. Michael Che, they just keep bringing, bringing me down. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> We're still excited. All right. Catch you next time. See you later.